Are you driving? Are you working out? You walking? Hanging out? Or just having a moment? Just to hang tight, lay low, and just listen to something that may benefit you? Well, either way, I don't know what it is that you're doing, but I ask Allah the Most High, the Creator of all living things, the creator of the heavens and the earth and whatever is between them and whatever is inside of them to make your life happy and pleasing for you and your family and your loved ones. Ameen. And I ask Allah, the Most High, to bless us all this kind of happiness in our lives and in the hereafter. Ameen. We'll start a show as usual, by the name of Allah, the Most High, the Most Merciful, especially Merciful, by saying Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, and we praise Him Subhanahu Wa Taala for providing us this beautiful life that we are living, and providing us with all these beautiful things that we have in our lives. It doesn't matter how our life is. We are living a better life than someone else. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all, Allahumma ameen, and grant us mercy all throughout our lives. Ameen. I come back to you to discuss something that is near and dear to our hearts, something that we live every day for, especially if we have kids. And this thing that we live for is a goal, basically. It's something that we are moving towards. This thing that we're moving towards is death. And this thing that we are living for is death. What comes after death is meaning Allah, the Most High. Now, I don't want to scare you about death. I want to prepare you for death. I want to prepare myself for death. But the thing that I really want to prepare myself and yourself for is something that we can use after death. Something that can be very, very, very useful for us after death. Obviously, we all know that we can't come back after death. We will not be able to come back after death. Because if we were able to come back after death, the prophets and messengers would have that before us. But Allah made it a policy of His creation. He made it an order of His creation that no one returns from death. No animal, no human, nobody returns from death. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most high, most merciful and grant us the best time before death so that we meet him in the best of actions and the best of positions. Allahumma ameen. The thing that I would like to prepare myself and yourself for is having a child after we die to make dua for us. A child meaning a son, a daughter, 
someone that we leave behind us that would make dua for us after we pass away. Now, I was listening to someone yesterday on one of those social media apps. It was very, very touching. Wallahi, it brought tears to my eyes. A Muslim that have been a Muslim for quite some time, but unfortunately, none of his family members were Muslim. None of them. He was crying. He was crying so deeply and so... You know, it, it, it was coming from his heart. He was saying, he was talking to people, Arabs and, and Muslims who were Muslims all their lives. And he was telling them, you all can make dua for your mother or your father when they pass away because you were born Muslim. And your mother and father died as Muslims. So if they had shortcomings, you can make dua for them, supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive their sins, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to raise their ranks in the day of judgment, to raise their ranks in the Jannah, to keep them away from hellfire. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you that. He says, I, on the other hand, I can't do that. Why? Because his mother passed away as a kafir, as a non-Muslim, as a mushrik. She used to obey idols or worship idols other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. She used to say things about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah did not, does not like. So he's saying, I cannot make dua for her because a Muslim is not allowed to make dua for the non-believer who dies upon kufr, upon Shirk, he's crying, he's crying. Why? Because he can't make dua for his mother. He wishes that his mother passed away as a Muslimah so he can make dua for her. So if you are a Muslim that has a mother or father that passed away as a Muslim, please, please make a lot of dua for them. They need it. They will appreciate it. They will love it. They would love to see it because the Prophet Muhammad tells us that when the Muslim enters Jannah, by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, obviously, he has an expectation of you know, how high his level is, where his position is, where he's going to be at in Jannah. You know, so let's say level number 10 or whatever. So this person goes in, but he's at level number you know, 1500 or something, real high. He's like, oh Allah, oh Allah, I never expected to be this high in, in Jannah or at a, at a level that is this great in Jannah. Oh Allah, where did I deserve this level from? How did I get here? Allah says, this is due to the supplication of your kids, your sons, your daughters, your offspring, even your grandchildren. You can make a difference, my dear brothers, in your loved one's life after death. But what we need to work on is to have kids that would be left behind us, that would make that supplication for us. We need that. We need it so bad. 
because we have a lot of shortcomings. But what we can do is invest in our kids and make sure that these children make dua for us. These children remember us and say, Oh Allah, please forgive them. Oh Allah, please bless them. Oh Allah, please raise their ranks and levels in Jannah. Oh Allah, oh Allah, oh Allah. Because the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam says that each one of you, the sons of Adam or the children of Adam, peace be upon him, meaning the humans, when they pass away, they only leave behind them three things that would benefit them. Otherwise, nothing will help them. Nothing will benefit them. One of which is a sadaqah jariyah, an ongoing sadaqah, a charity that keeps on giving and giving and giving throughout, you know, after they pass away. The second thing is knowledge that is left so it would help people in this life, on this earth, any knowledge. A knowledge that would be beneficial. And the third, third thing is a child or son or daughter, an offspring that would be left behind and would make dua, dua for this person who passed away. His son or daughter that would make dua for him or her when they pass away. Those are the three things that are left behind. Now our topic today is our children. You know, I've been talking about children for the past few podcasts and I don't think we talk about children enough. Our children is a manna. We are trusted to give them what they need to show them the right path, to show them things that they need for their life to be better. We are trusted that we provide for them the best life possible. So this trust that is given or put in our hands, we have to fulfill it. And we have to make sure that we provide for them. And providing for them is not only food. Providing for them is more than food or clothing. Providing for them is the true, authentic knowledge. True, authentic knowledge. And the reason why I talk about this a lot, because we are currently in a very scary situation. We are. We are currently in a very scary situation where, like we mentioned in the past podcasts, that our children are targeted. They are literally targeted by the media and by different sources out there that are targeting children. They want children to grow up to, to idolize different things, different things that we weren't raised upon, different things that are not morally correct. So when they idolize these things, they can use them the way they want to use them. Obviously, it's all profitable for those uh, different enemies of our children. It's profitable for them because if children are following them like sheep, then they can sell them anything. They can drag them into anything. They can make them believe anything. But if the child has foundations, true and strong foundation, 
they're following the fundamentals of Islam, they have straight and solid pillars, nothing can change them, nothing would hurt them, nothing could drag them through these waves, these waves of the corruption of society. That's why we need to give our children the correct pillars, we need to give our children the right, the right and authentic knowledge, we need to make sure that we raise them according to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with and according to this beautiful book, beautiful guidance, which is the Quran and the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu we have to invest in them, get them teachers, Islamic teachers that teaches them the Quran correctly, that teaches them the, the, the Islamic knowledge correctly that teaches them the language, the Arabic language, so they can read and understand the Qur'an on their own, that teaches them so many, so many things that they need for this dunya, and they need to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the hereafter. So investing in our children is a win-win situation. They will help us in this life, obviously, inshallah ta'ala, when they get older, and when we pass away, they will help us in the hereafter. They'll keep making dua for us. They can perform hajj you know, on our behalf. They can perform umrah on our behalf. And even that, they don't even have to say this is you know, on my father or mother's behalf. Anything good that they do, anything good that they do would be in our page of goodness. Anything, any, any good hasana they do, it will be counted for us as well. They will get a hasana, we will get a hasana. And everybody will be happy. Everybody will be happy and everybody will benefit. So please take this advice. And this uh, this is an advice I need for myself, obviously, first and foremost. And this is an advice that I'm giving to my dear brothers and sisters who are listening out there. And I really appreciate you listening and being part of the success of the show. And I know it's not you know a big show or it's not a big you know uh, thing out there. But we have this obligation in, in this world. As we are living in this life, we have this obligation of sharing the knowledge that we received, even though maybe we don't have all the knowledge, obviously, but we have enough knowledge that we can share with everybody to show and shed the light on the, the, what's obvious and what's obviously needed, which is to be on the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that we can meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while He's pleased with us. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be pleased with me and you and your children and make us and your children upon the right methodology of Islam and to be worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala according to his pleasure. Allahumma ameen. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our loved ones who have passed away. Oh Allah, please raise their ranks in Jannah. Oh Allah, please forgive their sins. Oh Allah, please give them a beautiful, beautiful, big paradise that they always wanted and things that did not even come to their imagination. Allahumma ameen. Oh Allah, please allow us to be with the messengers and prophets in the Jannah. Allahumma ameen. Jazakumullah khair for listening and being part of the success again. And inshallah, see y'all in the next podcast real soon. بارك الله فيكم والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته
Peace.